0: This empowered podcast episode is brought to you by our sponsors PowerMap. Powermax Center, Apple authorized global training provider, is committed to provide high quality Apple certification and non certification programs to groups and individuals who wish to leverage their technical and creative edge with Apple technology. PowerMap Center is the only official partner in the Philippines of LearnQuest, Apple's global training provider. Rex Bookstore. Rex Bookstore is a 21st century learning solutions provider in the Philippines, providing books, digital solutions, and more for the Filipino whole child. Rex Bookstore is the official partner of Schoology in the Philippines. Schoology brings together the best K-12 learning management system with assessment management to improve student performance, foster collaboration, and personalized learning. Adarna House, dedicated to Filipino children of all ages around the world. Adarna House creates products and services used at home and in school to promote love for country, language, and learning. Adarna Digital is also the developer of the award-winning literacy development app, Bury Books, your child's professional ebook library for education and entertainment. Bury Books is available for iOS, Android, and for the web, allowing for convenient access on your device of choice. Xavier School, founded and managed by the Society of Jesus, the school is a K-12 school, offering a three-level curriculum, early education, grade school, and high school. Xavier School is also an IB World School, authorized to offer the International Baccalaureate Diploma Program, IBDP, a rigorous and innovative academic program recognized by universities worldwide. Xavier School has two campuses, one in Xavier School San Juan in Greenhill San Juan City, and Xavier School New Valley in Laguna. So, we're here with Peter for our first episode for Empowered Podcast. So, Peter, welcome to Empowered Podcast. Thank Um, you for inviting me here in your very first podcast. So, Peter, can you tell us something about yourself? I am Peter Speranza. I've
1: graduated... Uh, from Dallas Salle University. I started teaching in 2001. I taught here in the Philippines for a year and then went to China and taught there for 2 years. And after my 2 year stint in teaching in China, I went to the United States in 2005 and I've been teaching in Barso High School ever since and I have a YouTube channel Number Bender and I am a flipper. I I flip videos and I have my flip classroom and I'll be telling you more about it in this podcast.
0: So, Peter, could you tell us how um, you got into the United States? Like, What were the circumstances that made you a teacher, a Filipino teacher based in the United States? Um,
1: I was vacationing from my spring break from my teaching gig in China. I was here in Manila at that time and uh, apparently the uh, school administrators of Barso, commun- of Barso Unified School District happens to be in Manila as well at that time. So uh, I got a message from my friend asking me if I want to get interviewed by these people, and I tried them because it was my vacation, and uh, out of 100 teachers who applied for that particular position in mathematics, only three of us got in, and in 2005, four months after that interview, I was on board the plane going to Barcelona, California, and that's when
0: it all started. So how's life in the United States as a Filipino citizen?
1: As a Filipino citizen and as a, um, well being considered to be a foreign teacher in California, it's a huge adjustment in my part and on the part of uh, the other teachers who went with me because not only because of the um, language barrier but also culturally it's totally different it's night and day um, teaching in the United States so um, it was tough to say the least um, I had a lot of struggles not only not only in um, giving content in mathematics but also classroom management different um, adjusting to the culture adjusting to how students speak in 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 the united states because coming here in the philippines um having english as a second language i really thought that it's going to be just the same or there's no not much difference in terms of communicating with students and people in the united states but it's, no it's 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 a huge awakening for me During that time, that language plays an important role in connecting with the students and the people you work with in the United States. So those are some of the uh, struggles that I can remember coming to the United States in 2005 as a Filipino teacher teaching mathematics in a U.S. classroom.
0: So I ask that question because uh, for our audience, uh, this is something that I'm very proud of to share Peter Esperanza has been showcased in various uh, social media or media platforms. There's a great uh, documentary of um, Filipinos working abroad by GMA News TV. And we will be sharing the link and the information for the podcast. And I hope you get to watch that. Uh, It's a very inspiring video about Peter. Peter has a project called Number Bender. It's a big, big platform. It's a big YouTube channel and it has inspired a lot of students and teachers to wing math math which is very very difficult for all of us so um peter could you talk to us talk more about the number bender that you have
1: um when i started in 2009 that's when i came up with the name number bender i was addicted to watching nickelodeon's avatar the last airbender and i was thinking of uh, uh, a name for my uh, website and that's when Number Bender uh, came about. And before I, uh, before the Flip Classroom and all these videos that all my students are watching came about uh, Number Bender is just basically a venue of all my classroom materials in Barstow High School. There's no videos yet. And the reason why I started creating math videos because of what happened in 2013, I need to do something with uh, how I present my class because we had six periods of classes before and then another period was added during the day. So um, not doing something about it would uh, jeopardize my um um, the chances for my students to pass the AP testing so that's when I started recording myself and uh, ensuring that my students are getting the lecture done at home so that I'll have more time to uh, teach the content inside the classroom because uh, I am not wasting my time anymore uh, waiting for my students to finish copying their notes so that's when it started in in 2013 six years after. It's now 2016. I am just so happy and overwhelmed by the response I'm receiving from not only from the students in the United States but mostly students here in the Philippines because of the Filipino version of the Math tutorial videos that I'm uploading online because currently I'm only uh, the Filipino speaking uh, tutor in YouTube and my hope is through this podcast that I'd be able to encourage more teachers to become content creators as well because there is a need, a huge need for uh, teachers to produce content like, like what I'm um, sharing in YouTube so that students would be able to learn from them through the power of the
0: YouTube. Okay, so a quick stat.
1: Quick stats. Um, Currently, I have about, I think, 77,000 subscribers.
0: 77,000. Yes, 77,000
1: subscribers. And to think that my YouTube channel is not for entertainment, it's for education. That's huge. Um, For me, because when I started, I only had like 500 subscribers for the longest time for about up until 2016. Mm -hmm. My number of subscribers is just about 1,000, 2,000. And uh, during the past couple of years, it's growing and growing and growing. And I am just more motivated now to create more content because more and more students are discovering that there is a Filipino-speaking YouTuber online that they could utilize Um, When they're struggling in their homework in algebra or in statistics, in calculus, in pre-calculus. So the library I have in uh, my YouTube channel, which started in 2013, is now about 800 videos, which is basically being utilized by a lot of Filipino students right now and 80% of my subscribers are from the Philippines Philippines. so that's why I'm always here in the Philippines advocating for um, teachers becoming content creators because we need to have more of me and uh, I cannot just do it by myself because my expertise is in mathematics and uh, if we could produce Filipino teachers speaking in Filipino and teaching students how to uh, answer problems on chemistry Physics, biology, natural science. Adaling panlipunan Filipino. It'll be huge. It'll be a game changer in the Philippine education. And uh, we're starting, and uh, we need to keep up with the growing trend right now globally. And uh, if I'd be able to encourage more teachers to do the same, would be a powerhouse. Um, especially the passion that we have as educators. We can, we can, we can, we can find talents, full of talents here in the
0: Philippines, doing what I do. That's a very interesting point. Um, I work. I've been working with a different um, divisions and school districts in the Philippines. And one thing that they're really focusing on is really empowering teachers to become content creators. And a very interesting point that Peter has mentioned is really more of can we create content, not just English content, but actually content in the Filipino language or maybe in even. Uh, local languages that really teaches students how to solve chemistry problems or math problems in their own tongue, mother tongue. And for our audience right now in the Philippines, we have what we call as a mother tongue based learning in the early years where teachers teach um, their students, the young learners through their mother tongues. And I'm very, very um, proud to hear a YouTuber a YouTuber who has Filipino uh, language videos and pushing for that kind of advocacy that in order for us to learn better, it's good when we learn it through our own language. Very interesting point, Peter. Yeah.
1: And also, um, we can't deny the power of YouTube right now. Um, a lot of students who are digital natives learned a lot of skills from watching YouTube online Um putting makeup on, how to probably a uh, 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 cook or how to play the guitar. All these particular skills, specific skills, most of our kids now are learning it from YouTube. So why not um, take advantage of the power of this platform, which is free. All of us can upload our videos in YouTube and utilize it and use it so that we'll be able to teach our students inside our classroom. And at the same time, since our videos are op- open for public, other students from outside your classroom will also be able to benefit from the um, lessons that you're
0: providing for your students in your classroom. So it's like Number Bender is the Khan Academy for the Philippines.
1: We all know that Khan Academy is huge all over the world. A lot of students are benefiting from the materials and lessons and content that Khan Academy is producing. But I want to be a little bit different from Khan Academy because... Philippines and archipelago, we have a lot of languages, uh, probably about 100 plus languages. And if we could be able to um, produce content in the vernacular for students in different regions, it will be extremely powerful to uh, address the issue of accessibility, of students being able to have an option to learn uh, through... uh, Videos and, uh, that's, and that's my advo- advocacy. I want to encourage more teachers in the Philippines producing their own content in their own native lang- language to be able to reach out to more number of students. A more in inclusive the Philippines. way and of it's learning. Exactly. Yeah. I, I want it to be inclusive to, um, to, to students and to the region that they're in in, in, in the advocacy or in the movement that I'm working on right now.
0: So, Peter is a fellow Apple Distinguished Educator. The first time I met, Peter was online on Twitter when the ADE uh, announcements were being, I mean, mean the applicants, the successful applicants were being announced. And that's in 2015. 2015. And that's where we connected on Twitter and then we met, finally met each other face-to-face in... Berlin. Berlin. In In 2016. So, Peter, as an ADE, what was the role of tech in your life as a teacher?
1: ah huge um before in 2007 my idea of technology is just an overhead projector and for me that was huge already because using the overhead projector helped me in uh, minimizing uh, producing content over and over and over again because all i need to do is to write my content on a, a film and use it for the next class over and over and over again. And then it evolved. Um, and in 2013, I started dabbling on using videos and recording my own lessons through video and uploading it in YouTube to be able to reach more to my students. And for me, technology and mathematics, they complement each other. You're not going to become successful in producing the art of mathematics if you don't have technology and that's what I've been using ever since. Um, Not only for me to teach students mathematics, technology is helping me to explain the whys more than the hows of concepts or complicated math concepts and that is why I've been using technology ever since. I cannot teach mathematics without
0: technology. As an Apple Distinguished Educator, Peter, you are very much familiar. I think you've been advocating also for flip learning, something that you've been using in class. Can you tell us why flip learning?
1: Flip learning, I'm so grateful about flip learning because flip learning is basically, uh, it opened doors for me to be included in... uh, the highly distinguished Apple Distinguished Educator uh, group of teachers and uh, I'm very grateful to be included in in to be included as an ADE and uh, through my flip learning I was able to connect with other teachers and teachers here in the Philippines and without the flip learning I'm probably not going to be able to meet Jim Toscano right here and uh, the other ADEs in the Philippines who are very supportive of my uh, advocacy of advocating um, not just the flip um, classroom model, but more on teachers using innovation inside their classroom and becoming content creators themselves because there is a need. There's a huge need of educators in the Philippines producing their own, con- own content online. And uh, my fellow ADEs here in the Philippines is a huge... Um, Contributor to my advocacy on how I could encourage
0: more teachers in using innovations inside their classroom so in general should uh, in general sense, what is the positive side of using the flip learning approach, or even is there are there disadvantages or negative some things that our audience could uh, think about
1: yeah let's start with the positive benefits of having um, your own content being uploaded in a public platform like YouTube. One, you just need to... Produce your video once because you can use it over and over and over again. Most of the videos I'm using right now in 2019 are the videos I made in 2013. So the That's that's six years ago, and it's still significant. And my students are still learning from all the videos I created in 2013. So that's one. You can use reuse your videos over and over again. And two, it helps you to become a better instructor a better teacher because it's reflective every time you create your videos online it helps you to uh, see yourself as a teacher and as your videos as you produce more videos you become better and better and better and better in producing content online and uh, it equates in the success of you as an effective teacher inside the classroom so those are the benefits that you are getting from um having your own flip classroom one of the disadvantages for me i think it's the time teachers we have uh, we have we're wearing many hats we're not just teachers inside our classroom we are also brothers sisters mothers fathers in our family we are sometimes leaders in our community as well and creating videos is time consuming and that's basically the disadvantage of being content creators you really need to devote a huge amount of your free time to become or to produce content online but of course this is just probably on the first few months after that it's really not that big of a deal anymore so that's probably just one of the disadvantages that i'm seeing on uh, on creating or using a flip classroom model. And of course, there are some technical aspects as well of, of the challenges that teachers might, might might encounter in producing their own content. But that's going to be on our next podcast maybe when I am...
0: <laughs> when you come back to the Philippines. <laughs> and, and, and
1: train teachers how to become uh, content creators themselves. The more technical aspects on, on, on producing videos yeah. online.
0: Just a side note. So Peter has been uh, coming back to the Philippines during the, this United States summer break. Um, and he has been working, giving workshops, training to different institutions, K-12 to institutions, even college and universities. And Savior School, my school, has been one of those uh, schools who have been constantly inviting teacher, not just to talk about flip learning, but it's really more of empowering, giving teachers the confidence, helping teachers to find their confidence to speak in front of camera, um, for the sake of creating their own educational resource materials.
1: And for that, I am uh, extremely grateful to Save Your School because they're my huge supporter here in the Philippines in my advocacy of of encouraging teachers to become content creators and to be innovators inside their classroom. And I'm very grateful for the time that they are always providing me. Every time I'm here in the Philippines, Um Saver School always has something for me to, to a venue, provide venue for
0: me to share what I'm doing in the United States. The pleasure and honor is ours, Peter. Ah. So um, one more thing. Uh, Peter has been mentioning a lot about his connection to the Philippines with the ADE Philippines. So what really motivates you to spend your break speaking to teachers from different schools and then continue networking, working with other ADE? So what's that motivation inside you?
1: um this is going to sound a little bit cheesy but um the and the reason why I keep on coming back here in the Philippines is because I want to contribute to the Philippine education I know in California California alone there's so many of us in the United States there's so many Peter Esperanza who probably even better than Peter Esperanza but here in the Philippines there's just a few of us and uh I'm not trying to demean the the amount of, or the pool of teachers who are great at what they're doing here in the Philippines because there are so many of so many of them, but coming back here to the Philippines and sharing what I do um, is is helping me to to uh, um, give back to the Philippines because what I'm doing in the United States right now, the innovations that I'm doing in the United States in the high school level in the and and the college level, it's the product of, of the education I received from the Philippines. I was educated here in the Philippines from elementary up until my PhD or my doctorate degree. And and and, and, and this is just my little way of, of giving back to the Philippines, sharing what I am doing to be able to encourage more teachers and hopefully um, produce teachers who are doing things that I'm doing in the United States, but here in the Philippines.
0: That's not very cheesy. That's very novel. Oh, they, right? they, so, thank you. I think every teacher should have that kind of mindset, how to give back. Or not just teachers, but Filipinos citizens. Yes. citizens. Like, uh How do I give back to the people, to the institutions that have helped me uh, become who I am yes. today? So exactly.
1: Oh, to the Philippines. Who I am as a teacher right now, it's because of the education that I receive here in the Philippines.
0: The Empowered Platform, my podcast, is really a means or an avenue where we describe what's an empowered teacher and empowered learner. So every episode, you would hear this question uh, that I asked uh, my guest. So Peter, how would you describe an empowered teacher and an um, empowered learner? Um,
1: I've been teaching for 18 years now. And an empowered teacher for me is basically teachers who are not just good at what they do. An empowered teacher for me is a teacher who is inspiring students inside the classroom to be able to push the envelope. If the teacher is pushing the envelope inside the classroom, it's going to create a ripple effect. It will influence their students to also push themselves in, 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 in not being complacent and trying to also push the envelope and, uh, and do great things. On, 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 and, and not be afraid of trying and, 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 and doing what, what they think is, is uh, what their heart is telling them. So that for me is um, the definition of empowered teachers and empowered learners. Teachers who are inspiring and students who are willing to try new things for them to be able to grow and, uh, and, and push themselves to the limit.
0: Very, very great answer, Peter. So, we're now in the last part. That was actually our last question. So, I'm going to give Peter some time. Anything that you want to say. Peter has some social media platforms. Maybe you could follow him, Peter?
1: Yeah, um, I'm on Twitter. You can follow me on Twitter. It's numberbender, number number underscore bender. You can also follow my Facebook page. Just go to YouTube and type numberbender and my Facebook page will appear of course, if you can uh, subscribe to my channel, my YouTube channel is also The Number Bender. So just search for Number Bender it will appear. And I have a collection of more than 700 math videos. And right now I'm dabbling on blogging, and I'm sharing all my experiences as an educa- educator outside my classroom to be able to reach out to my students and to my followers and subscribers to see that I'm not only... A math guru or a math expert, when it comes to uh, uh, being content creator in YouTube, but also I'm, I'm I'm a person. I am I'm I'm a person who enjoys a lot of things, and that's what I'm sharing on my blogs, little blogs, so that I'll be able to um, connect more to to the people or students who are watching my videos.
0: And by the way, at Empowered, uh, there, we have another platform, uh, the Empowered uh, YouTube channel, where we share the one minute professional learning videos. Oh, wow. and, One minute. Um, Peter has a video. Oh, I, I One of our did that. most uh, viewed video uh, oh, on yeah. <laughs> a one minute. Peter is going to teach you how to start creating your instructional your media or video materials that you can use in the classroom. So we're going to put up that link also. It's, a, it's in the Empowered um, YouTube video. And
1: it's only for one minute. It's not an hour. It's just one minute of me
0: showing you how to create your own videos online. Okay. So, again, thank you, Peter. This is our first episode. And we're very honored to have Peter as our guest for our first episode for the Empowered Podcast. So, thank you, Peter. Thank you, Jim. And thank you to our audience.
1: Bye. Bye Bye-bye.